Hey guys, welcome to Her Way Podcast. My name is Juliana and this podcast was created to empower women in every aspect of life. That includes career, education, relationships, and most importantly, self-development. So keep listening and together we'll keep doing things her way. Morning routine. Start creating one. I can't stress enough the difference in your day and your mood when you create a consistent morning routine and a regular sleep schedule. I refuse to rush my morning and there's magic in this. I used to wake up mindlessly. I woke up at whatever time. I checked my phone, went back to sleep, woke up, checked my phone again. I did all of this mindlessly on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, for like an hour. I would check whatever I thought I missed since I last checked it, which was just the night before. And realistically, surprisingly, I didn't miss much. It's important to note that social media is still an energy exchange. Although most of us are by ourselves in our rooms scrolling, this does affect our mood and our morning. I would scroll through and some posts would make me laugh, cry, some made me angry. I had all of these emotions all before getting out of bed. By doing this, I was choosing to be reactive instead of proactive and I no longer had the ability to set my own intentions for the day. Also, another habit I had picked up since working from home was I would literally get up five minutes before my shift and just log on to the computer and start my day. My desktop is two feet from my bed, so I would honestly just wake up, crawl to my desk, and I would go like the whole day in my pajamas until lunchtime or sometimes even after work and then I would shower and now that I think of it I'm like what the hell was that like I really chose to carry myself that way for a while and that point in my life honestly I was very anxious and fearful it was the beginning of the pandemic and I lost a lot of motivation and was just not feeling my best But by choosing to drag out this state, it affected my work immensely. It definitely affected my productivity and overall my mood. So that's when I started building this morning routine. And I'm going to say it right now, I am not always consistent with it. It's a habit I'm trying to build, but I want to share the differences and how it affects me when I don't do it. So personally, I wake up at 6.30 every day and my routine takes about 30 to 45 minutes. I typically don't start doing actual work or task until about 7.30. So for an hour, I'm just sitting with myself and I wanna share all that I do in that hour and why I'm willing to sacrifice sleep and wake up so early. Also, I would like to note that my natural energy just thrives in the morning and I love waking up early because I feel unbothered. I feel like the world is still sleeping and I have quiet time and It works with my work schedule. It works out with my workout routine. So as opposed to like waking up at 10 or 11, you know, someone in the house is showering, the music's on, my mom's cleaning, and I just feel chaotic. So I like waking up when everyone is still sleeping and the house is peaceful and I'm just to myself. So I believe I did mention this in my self-discipline is self-love episode but I mentioned that I have one alarm and one alarm only. I try every day not to hit the snooze button and that is my first small win of the day. 
the next thing I do to keep my momentum of small wins going is make my bed. And honestly, this sounds so like, okay, obviously, don't snooze your alarm, make your bed. Like, this is like basic stuff. But I honestly always struggled with this. Like, I just hated making my bed. But I read or maybe I watched the video that said something about making your bed is already a task accomplished and somehow encourages you to do more tasks. So like I mentioned before, I just start building this momentum. And not only that, but let's say you have a shitty ass day and you come home and your bed is made like at least that's bringing some positive vibes. Because imagine coming home from a shitty day and your bed isn't even made. It's a small thing that ha- that's been a game changer for me because I'm not going to lie, I never used to do it and I would just wait for my mom to do it because y'all already know how Hispanics moms are and she would just always make it for me. I know it sounds terrible, but now it's part of my morning routine. So after I make my bed, I go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, wash my face, brush my hair really quick, and there, I'm wide awake. Now I go into mindfulness practice. I mentioned this briefly in my other episode as well, but I'm going to try to break it down this time. So the first thing I do is I sit in my room and I meditate for three minutes on this app called Headspace. So meditation has so many benefits and the ones that stand out for me are gaining a new perspective on stressful situations, building skills to manage your stress, and overall increasing self-awareness. So I sit with myself and my thoughts for three minutes not judging them not trying to make them go away and when you first start meditating oh my gosh three minutes meditating is equivalent to three minutes on the treadmill like time goes by so slow and honestly kind of agonizing but it's worth it in the long run what I do like about headspace is that it guides you through so it's not so bad like there's someone talking to you like throughout it so they'll tell you like what to do and you'll get like some quiet time and they'll talk again and it's like really peaceful so I think that's a really really good starting app and then after meditation I follow up with prayer personally for me and my morning prayer I'm not really asking for anything more so just thanking God for a new day and my health my family my blessings so if you're not religious this might just be like a little segment of like gratitude for you Um, but for me it's prayer And the next thing that I'm going to mention is like the key to the whole morning routine. So if you're going to take one thing out of this whole podcast, I recommend that it's this one. So next, I listen to affirmation videos on YouTube and I swear like this makes my morning. Like I look forward to my morning because of this. I love listening to Lior Alexandra's affirmation videos on YouTube. They make me feel so good and so powerful. It's such a great way to start your morning. These videos are anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes long. And affirmations are so powerful because they rewrite your neural pathways and your subconscious mind. So just imagine like you're up early, you just finished meditating, you like washed your face, you brushed your teeth, you made your bed. And now you're going into affirmations and you know the house is still quiet. And some examples of the affirmations that I practice from those videos are things like I love and accept myself. I am more than enough. I have so much to offer. I'm worthy of all that is good. I experience great abundance in my life. I withdraw my energy and attention from others and now return it to myself. I am prosperous. Like, just imagine, it's not even the morning that I'm recording this, but 
I'm already so excited for tomorrow because I'm going to repeat these again. And it's just it just makes you feel so good early in the morning. And like I said, it rewrites your neural pathways and your subconscious mind. So really good energy starts to flow right back to you. And just imagine these affirmations in the video. They play with such calm music in the background and it is so therapeutic. I do practice this daily, but I do want to know on a side note. If you are trying to get out of like a rut or a slump or something, I highly, highly recommend doing this daily and multiple times a day. It is like soul food, like 10 out of 10. I highly recommend. But anyways, enough of that. So after my affirmations, I move on to journaling. I journal every morning and honestly, I can do a whole other podcast on that because I feel like some people do have negative perspectives on journaling and to-do lists and things of that nature because they have this idea that you're being super strict on yourself, but you're really not. And it actually does not make me feel overwhelmed or it doesn't place this huge amount of pressure on me. It actually has the opposite effect. So I am going to share that in more detail, but I basically like to reflect on myself, my mood, and set my intentions for the day. I also have a section where I write my long-term goals in present tense and just reread them every morning. So I have written this paragraph. I've only written it once. And I wrote it like five months ago at the beach on a full moon. And I just wrote a paragraph on my long-term goals, where I want to see myself. But I wrote all of them in the present tense. I don't rewrite it every day. I simply just read it and I add to it if I would like, but up to this point, it's exactly where I left it five months ago. So it's just that constant reminder, but the very important thing is to write it in the present tense. By writing it in the present tense, you are manifesting it and bringing good energy into your life. So it's a very, very powerful tool to use if you're trying to manifest something in your life. And I also create a to-do list but I put the most important things I want to get done that day at the top and that's only like one or two things but if I do those things the day is a win everything else is just a bonus I do recognize that my worth is not set on my productivity but I just love the feeling of getting shit done but I don't need to do it all to feel accomplished but getting more things done helps for the next day The more I do today, the less I have to do tomorrow. And sometimes, like on my off days, the things on my to-do list aren't work-related at all. Like, all right, hang out with my best friend and that's it. That's my intention for the day. And once I finish journaling, then I walk for 30 minutes on the treadmill. So this next part changes depending on if I have work or not. If I have work, I go on the treadmill and usually listen to a podcast or something like that. And I choose to walk in the morning because I sit at a desk all day for work and I don't get as many steps in as I did pre-quarantine. So if I don't have scheduled work, then I plan this part accordingly. So sometimes I'll run at the beach or if I made plans with a friend early in the morning, then this part will change. Um, But then after that, if it's a regular day, like a day that I'm working, after that I'll shower and drink tea and start my day. And then that's when I check my phone, my emails, etc. Personally, I don't really eat breakfast. I never really have. And I just started a 16-8 fasting. So my first meal is at around 12 p.m. But yes, that is my morning routine. And of course, your morning routine can look different, but I chose the route of a mindful morning routine because I absorb the energies of others very quickly. 
if you're an empath, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I need to have some dedicated time for me and a space where I'm being fulfilled. And that is how I can put myself in the best place to be there for me and those I love. Because when I don't do this, I feel it. I feel unmotivated, I feel sluggish, and I feel drained. If I go straight from my bed to taking client calls at my scheduled shift, I am not in the mood. Especially working in customer service and a job where people are sharing such vulnerable stories with me, I'm not in a place to receive, and I know that having the discipline to follow a morning routine benefits me and my energy so, so much that it's worth investing in. So morning routine, start creating one. Like I said, I take the mindful route, but there's so many different types of morning routines I've read upon. Like some people read, some people exercise, some indulge in art and their creativity. Some people go out in nature. So find something that works for you and be consistent. I do want to mention that just because you wake up early It does not make you more productive or better than anyone who wakes up at a later time and vice versa. Personally, I choose to wake up at 6.30 because I feel most productive during the day. And I have my first crash at about 2 p.m. So that gives me about 8 hours of productive work. And also, my body needs 8 hours of sleep. Like, I just do. I remember my gym friends would always make fun of me during our night sessions because I mentioned that I needed to get my full hours of sleep. But that's just how it is. And if I wake up, like I will wake up exhausted with only five hours of sleep. And then if I wake up that way, then my anxiety starts creeping in and I just lose it from there. So eight hours works perfect. So in building a morning routine, first find the amount of hours that work for you. Whether that be 5 hours, 8 hours, or honestly 10 hours if you really need it. And if that contributes to your health and that's how many hours you want to sleep, just make sure it's consistent. I cannot stress the word consistent enough. It is like my word. But anyways, there's a difference between choosing 10 hours of sleep for your health benefits and sleeping 10 hours just because you're lazy. So... If you're more of a night person and you want to sleep at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and you only need like 5 or 6 hours of sleep, great. Schedule that and wake up like at 7, 8, 9, whatever. It's all the same hours of the day. Just mindfully choose them. And I also do want to note that I do not have this 10.30 p.m., 6.30 a.m. sleeping pattern every single night. Right now, I probably sleep at this time about 5 days a week. But the time I wake up doesn't really change. It's just something that I would have to willingly sacrifice the night before. And I did mention before that I chose this 8-hour sleeping window because it gives me no excuse to snooze my alarm at 6.30 a.m. I have had enough sleep. And I know we're young and we're out at night a lot. And so that makes us not want to create this consistent routine But just know that you just have to do it more often than not so that it can become a habit. You're not tied to this forever and for the rest of your life, but it's just something that you want to build and make a daily habit. Me, I'm such a daytime person that I don't really go out late at night. 
and if i do it's usually like on a friday so on saturdays i don't have an alarm i can just wake up at whatever time my body chooses to like i'm not saying to have this crazy strict schedule obviously on occasion listen to your body but at least make this something that you're doing often make this a habit and i'm hoping that one day i just naturally wake up at 6 30 without an alarm but most of the time i still try to fight it but that's where the discipline comes in and i force myself to get up I know a lot of us don't have like regular sleep schedules. I certainly didn't before quarantine. So I do want to know if you'll be trying this. So let's just go over the list one more time. So don't snooze your alarm in the morning. One alarm only. Make your bed. Quickly clean up, you know, your face, your hair. And then the actual routine is meditate, prayer and gratitude time, affirmations, journaling, and quick exercise. And when it comes to sleep, just make sure you're scheduling enough time that makes you feel fully rested. If, you know, you're like, no, a sleeping schedule's lame, whatever. If it helps, if it motivates you, it helps with the gains. So if you're trying to get your muscle mass up, get enough sleep and you'll see it. And that's all I have for this week. So I'll see you guys on the next episode of Her Way with Juliana.